Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I have a big announcement. The YouTube channel hit 1,000 subscribers. I could not be happier. It took about three months and just uh, so surprised that it happened so quickly. And I know many of you follow the YouTube channel as well as this podcast. It helps to have the audio. You can carry it around with you a little easier. So today's episode is definitely that announcement and the contest that I am having because we hit 1,000 subscribers. There's a link to a video in the show notes and it will take you to the video you should watch if you would like to enter the contest. And the contest is just like other contests I have run. The prize is a 30-minute tutoring session. So if you have subscribed to the channel, YouTube, all you have to do is comment on that video. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe and comment and you'll be entered and I will pick two people. So I'm giving away an hour of tutoring. The contest ends May 2nd, 2020. I will draw two names on May 3rd during a live English class that I do on my YouTube channel. And that's what today's episode actually is. It is the one hour class. It's approximately one hour. And I take questions from viewers. An hour of me taking questions. I don't talk too much. And I am very careful about restating the question that was asked. I hope I do it every time because it's kind of important for you to understand what I am answering. But I think it could be very helpful because it is an hour of dissecting the English language for the most part. Knowing when to use certain words, when not to. A great question that was asked during the session was, what are some nice words you can say in English to a family member who has lost a loved one? So lots of useful information in this episode. It runs about an hour. If you would ever like to join one of our sessions, it's super easy. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Ring the little bell to get all notifications. And you will be alerted about half an hour before the class goes live. And I am trying to go live once a day while we are all in quarantine. So sometimes the times change a little bit depending on what I have to do today. But that is my goal, 
to go live at least once a day. There have been a couple days in which I have gone twice. But again, thank you so much for listening. If you have subscribed to the YouTube channel, thank you so much because you are part of that a thousand. I could not do it without you. If you haven't subscribed yet, well, maybe you want to. We also have a Facebook group. The link to that is also in the show notes. So thank you so much. And I hope you learn a little something from this one hour class. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. what is going on guys looks like we're live looks like we're live thank you everyone for joining mary's here larissa's here trisha's here eric's here we's here sergey's here lolly's here awesome thank you guys for showing up and teens here welcome it was a little short notice i didn't know exactly what time i could go but this is a good time. So I figured a couple, couple hours notice and then we can go live. There will eventually be a schedule. and But during this quarantine, when I'm trying to go every day, just has to move around a little bit. But thank you everyone uh, for subscribing and all that stuff. Yesterday, some of you know, but yesterday we hit a thousand subscribers. A thousand a thousand. It's crazy in like three months. And obviously I can't do that without you guys. So thank you so much. And I want to have a contest. So after this live, there will be a video released. The title will be something like thousand subscribers contest, subscribe and comment here. So the only thing you have to do to enter the contest trying to make it as easy as possible. Subscribe, which I'm sure most of you are, and then leave a comment on that video. That's it. That's all you have to do. Subscribe, leave a comment on that video. It will be out after this live. The contest will run for a week. It will end next Saturday. So six days and I'll draw two winners for a half hour conversation. So the purple coach is in here right now. We will be talking for a half an hour when it's easy for both of us. I don't want, you know, to make it inconvenient for him. I want to make it easy for him. So we will talk. We will talk. Yes, Nadia, thank you so much. Anybody who has subscribed, I'm sure most of you in here have subscribed. So thank you so much. And in the video, I say like you guys are OGs. Like the original 1,000. I've heard that is a special group. And, you know, I, I feel like I know a lot of you through the Facebook group or just because you log on every day. I know a little bit about where you come from. And, yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much. Everybody has been so nice. So thank you, Khalifi. 
Yes, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So I think a couple questions. Yeah, Vitaly, welcome. Manuel, welcome. Hey, dog. Is that for me? Hey, dog. What's going on? <clears throat> Excuse me. Got, I got some allergies, by the way. I was doing a lot of yard work yesterday, picking up some leaves, and whew, I, I, I've heard some of you have allergies, and it feels like your head is like that big. But hopefully, the medicine will help. Um. Okay, so Mary looks like Mary from Iran. Welcome. Iran, right? Iran. I think Americans pronounce it the wrong way. She has a question about a continuum. Only one continuum on this. Um, the way that is written is a little different to me. It looks like you've gotten this quote from maybe a book or something. But a continuum is almost like a spectrum. A spectrum. It's a range of time. So a continuum, um, maybe somebody is given medicine on a continuum and they check it out. Continuum, I'm not sure if I'm explaining that well. It's almost like a spectrum though. If you know like a wide range of maybe colors, but a continuum always deals with time, if that helps. Brazil's in the house. Brazil's in the house a couple times. Russia's in the house. France is in the house a few times. Eric, what's going on, man? Thank you guys for the uh, congratulations, Rolfie. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm hoping I get to, uh, I'm hoping, you know, whoever wins, just like that last that last contest, those 10, I'm like any one of them I would like to. So I'll try to have more contests and, Sometimes I would just like to maybe, if we could talk for 15 minutes, it might help out and it might be fun for me to, to talk with you one-on-one -on -one or so. So, um, Mary, Jeanette, thank you so much. Mary has another question. Easy one. Cramming. Cramming. You might hear this two different ways, okay? Cramming. Maybe before a big test. And you're studying a lot, like right before the test begins, maybe the night before you say, I need to cram. People in the United States would know you need to study a lot and you need to study hard. The other could be you need to fit a whole lot of things into a small space. Yesterday, when I was picking up leaves in my yard, I was cramming them into the trash can to try to get them as small as possible to save <coughs> on bags. Sorry, allergies, sorry. I hope that helps, Mary. A couple good questions already. Nicely done, thank you. Roni is here. Welcome. What is valid? We, oui. it's a good question. Valid means true. Valid means true or real. Like maybe if you have not studied for that test, maybe you have a valid excuse. Maybe somebody was really sick in your home and you had to take care of them. That is a valid excuse. Valid, meaning true, meaning real. Yes, Raphael, 100%. He's asking, 
who's that book by? Yes, when we use that preposition by, that's exactly what it means. Who wrote it? I know it's kind of weird. Who is that book by? Like you would almost think it's beside them. Or if it was spelled like this, it would be like they purchased that. No, it's exactly what you said. Who is that book by? Manuel. What's the difference between screaming and yelling? Nothing. Nothing. Screaming might be a little bit more high-pitched, like a little higher voice. You might say that a man would yell with a deeper voice, but a little child might scream. But both of them are raising the volume of the voice. So, But you could say a man screamed and a child yelled, so really nothing. Yeah, not sure about that one. What is this? All G. Oh, hi, Brent. Happy to be a... Oh, the OG. Oh, Luis. It's an OG. That comes from... OG. The originals. The first. The OGs. The original gangsters. The first. Gangster is a good thing, though. In this way. Gangster is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, Mary. I know a lot of people... Mary said that she couldn't install Apple Podcasts. And I would like to think that is why there were only 10 contestants for that contest. It's not because nobody wants to talk to me. It's because it was such a difficult contest. Apple podcasts are not available in many parts of the country, uh, the world, but it's a way to get the podcast noticed a bit more. So sorry about that. This one, super easy. Hopefully there'll be uh, lots of people. What's the difference between a, a valid and effective? Well, they could be. They could be true. Effective means it works. Effective means it works. So you could have an effective cure for the coronavirus, meaning it works. Effective. Uh, life will be easier once doctors find effective treatments for the coronavirus. So they're a little bit different. Effective means it works. Valid could sometimes mean it works as well. So, um, Lolly, is there a difference between likely and probably? Actually, not really. Not really. It will likely rain this afternoon. It will probably rain this afternoon. Both of them mean it's probably going to happen. It's hard not to use probably in that explanation. Yeah, so they are pretty close, if not exactly close. Thanks for the question, Lolly. Luis. Luis. Is that better? Luis. Luis. Got to do the hands, though. Luis. Luis. Yes, I could. A job hunt is when you are looking or hunting for a job. So we could say his job hunt was successful because he found employment. So he was employed. Job hunt. That's all it is. And I, and I can imagine that some people might be 
job hunting right now because their old job closed down because of the virus. We, we is saying what? Likely. All right. Riza, how are you? Hi there. Do you cut your, do you cut, my haircut's bad? Is that why you're saying? Do I cut my own hair? Actually, I did cut my own hair. But even when there is no coronavirus, my wife cuts my hair. But I looked in my last video and it was like really puffy. I noticed it while I was editing. Like, why is it so puffy up there? But yeah, um, I cut my hair. Does it look like it? Uh, Paula, welcome. Curtis stands in the house. All right. Paula, what's that? I'm going to change something when I read. Re All right. So the way I wrote that, there's no, there's no real difference. It's both in the future, like it's going to happen. I'll talk with you. And because of that I, that thing, the, the verb, the helping verb will is in there. I will talk to you, but I am going to talk to you or I'm going to talk to you. Same thing. Gonna is just going to. So if the, if the translation is the same in Arabic, I would say the translation is the same in English. They mean the same thing. They mean the same thing. Ooh, Mary. She's asking about this and I'm not, I'm not sure if this is like really properly written. She said, please explain this sentence. Your acquisition by this program, as well as the program itself. To be honest, that doesn't sound right to me. If, if there's something, if there's an acquisition, it comes from acquire. So meaning like to gain the acquisition. So you might call somebody being hired by a company, they are an acquisition. Or if another company takes over a company, it's an acquisition. They have acquired it. So the way that is written, definitely that preposition seems off. Your acquisition of this program, I hope acquisition helped. I, I don't like that sentence too much. Being OG and apprentice is used for jobs. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if OG is used for jobs. OG, original gangsters. Legit, lit. What, Emmanuel? So the, we got some slang here. What's the meaning of legit and lit? You know what? I mean, they both could be. Like if you see something awesome, really cool, nice, you can say that's legit, that is lit. Both work. 
Um, but legit sometimes means true, real. Like I have a legit headache right now. So with slang, you know, it can be used a couple different ways. So legit isn't always a good thing. Like I have a legit gripe with you right now. Like I have a real problem with you. But Jamie made a meal last night and it was legit. It was lit. So sometimes they can mean the same thing. Sometimes not. Sometimes not. Vitaly, you're you have you were in Iceland. Nice. Vitaly's a world traveler, and he has cool license plates. Sports question. Oh man, Nicholas. Yeah, I don't know about that. Nicholas is asking a very specific question about sports. So let me give you a real quick background. He asks, do you think about the Astros? I mean, they cheated in 2017 World Series, and they're saying that the Red Sox and the Yankees could also have cheated. All right, really quick, because this might, a lot of people might listen to me and think, what's this guy talking about? So the 2017 Astros, a baseball team, and the next year, the 2018 Red Sox had the same manager. Um, I can't remember his name right now. He played for the Alex Cora. He played for the Red Sox. And so they were accused of cheating. And then Alex Cora goes to the Red Sox. It is possible that the Red Sox were doing the same thing. The same cheating. I don't know though. I don't, it's possible. It's possible. Same manager. I don't know about the Yankees. I hate the Yankees. All Red Sox fans have to hate the Yankees. So let's just assume they were cheating too, okay? Sometimes I need to go down to go back. Somebody says I look handsome today. Thank you. Oh, it's my wife. All right. Jamie and the kids are great. Kids are sleeping. Jamie is working at her job. She works. She takes calls from patients who have COVID and she tries to find help for them on the phone, all on the phone though. She'll connect them with someone who can help them. Thankfully, there aren't a lot of calls these days. Our numbers are going down. I know they probably look high, but they're going down. They're going down. Belgium. I don't think we have anybody in Belgium, but wow. Belgium. Yeah, I'm slow. I'm, I'm slow, Paul. Sorry. I think I answered it, though. Shreff. Yeah, the kids are still sleeping. Eric is saying, I think you're saying my pronunciation is good. I'm going to pretend that's what you're saying. Luis. Luis. Eric. That's good, right? In French? Eric. Eh? Maybe. Maybe not. We. What? Did I see the solar eclipse or the lunar eclipse? 
Are you asking me? That was a while ago, right? That solar eclipse? I did. I have seen both. I have seen it. And so if if you're not familiar with these words, solar, sun, anytime you see that, lunar, moon, lunar, moon. Mm. All right. So uh, Vitaly is asking... Civil War. I, I, I'm a big fan of learning about the Civil War. I'm sorry that it had to happen. We lost about a half a million Americans in the Civil War, but we were fighting each other. So it was just nasty battle and battles and the doctors killed more people than bullets, actually, because there were a lot of infections from wounds. Um, to my knowledge, I didn't have any members fight in the Civil War. Everything I know about my family, mostly through my father's side, and his family came from Ireland in the 1880s, I believe. I'm not sure if it was because of the potato famine or not. It could have been. And Jamie's family, I'm not sure, but if we did have ancestors in the Civil War, it is likely they fought on either side since she is from, and maybe this is why you're asking, since she is from the South and my family's mostly from the North, but I'm not sure. Uh, we, what's the, <coughs> excuse me, what's the difference between the future and afterwards? Well, afterwards, well, the future is the future, right? It hasn't happened yet. But afterwards, it actually could, or afterward, it could actually have happened in the past, and it just means one event comes after the af comes after the other. So last night I ate ice cream. Afterwards, I ate my meal. So maybe I had dessert first. Afterward, or afterwards, afterward. I don't think Americans pronounce that correctly. We say afterwards. Afterwards, W-O-R-D-S. So maybe you shouldn't pronounce it like I do. Afterwards could have happened in the past. Future, though, hasn't happened yet. World War II. Now, my grandfather both fought in World War II. No, maybe just one. But he, he fought in the Pacific Ocean. Paula. Oh, you got to go? Oh, it's from a movie? Mm. Right. Oh. Okay. What this? What's the difference between for a while and for now? They're very close, but for a while might happen longer. For now, is just like right here. That's all we know. So <clears throat> for now, most of us are staying in our homes. For now. That might change in the future. But we have been staying in our homes for a while. So you see how the time... For now, sometimes the future is unclear. For a while, more about the past, a longer period of time. If that makes sense. 
Hey, Judas, thank you for the 1,000 subscribers. Congratulations. If you are new here, don't forget to subscribe. It would really help out the channel. And then when the video comes out, like maybe 10, 15 minutes after this live ends, comment. And then you could enter to win a conversation like this, but then just me and you. And you can just fire away as many questions. Or we can have a conversation. Or maybe you're stuck on prepositions. I could get a lesson together and then we could talk about it after. Whatever. Oh, Raphael, you like this, huh? Um, not putting prepositions at the end. So, uh, to be honest, if you were speaking, I really wouldn't worry about the prepositions at the end. I mean, maybe if you're taking a really high stakes, difficult test where they're really picky, you'll want to be careful about putting prepositions at the end. But um, because they're often awkward and they're often difficult to come up with. Now, I know yesterday I had about three or four. I was just in the mood to put prepositions in the middle. Um, can you give me an example? Just write a sentence and then I could flip it around. Um, trying to think. I'm trying to think and I can't. But often for which. Okay. That for which. If you can put that somewhere in the middle of your sentence and use it correctly, it often prevents you from putting a preposition at the end. For which works really well. Yeah, Shref, I agree. He says Jamie nailed it in the uh, the video. Yeah, we need we. So um, I think Jamie came up with twenty different Southern slangs, and we only used about half. So we do need to make a part two to that. And it seemed most people liked it. It's just you know it's. It's, it's hard making a video together. I'm sure the more we do, the easier it will be. But when you're not on camera, it's like, hmm. And then we thought about having just her on camera and then me and then switching the mics. It's a little more complicated. But, Ibrahim, how are you, my man? How's it going? And Alexandria, doing all right? Um, okay, Khalifi, I'm gonna, we can say it, not write it. Do you agree? Yeah, I would agree. However, if you're just writing to a friend, like if you're just texting, I would say only on a test, you know, or formal writing, you don't want to say gonna. I mean, I probably don't say gonna in my texts. I might though. I don't... So, I mean, my whole thing is don't get too hung up. Just say what feels right for you and make sure that it sounds okay to the listener. But I wouldn't worry too much about it. And you're writing to friends. If you're trying to pass a C1 test, and then of course. But if your whole purpose for learning English is to just communicate with people around the world, who cares? Who cares? Not, may I say, not really, mm, not really rewarded. Not really rewarding. I would say, so 
Luis. How's that, Eric? How's that, Luis? How is that, Eric? I like saying that, Eric. Um, not really rewarding sounds better to me. And I'm wondering what you are talking about. Yeah, not really rewarded. Uh, it's, it's a tense thing. It's a tense thing. So you could say, I don't feel really rewarded with my job right now. I don't feel that my job is really rewarding right now. So both of those means fulfilling you, making you feel like a, a good person, like you accomplished something, like you got something done. So it just, it depends on the sentence. It depends on the tense. If you want to write out the whole sentence, I can tell you if you've used it correctly. But both will work. Oh, oh, Jamie is saying, um, doing the uh, videos. It's not hard. No, it's not. But when I'm just in here by myself and I know, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just not looking at the camera and stuff like that. It's, it's a little weird. I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. Oh, Luis says, I'm making progress on the name. Sorry. I've missed a bunch here. Missed a bunch. If I skip your question, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Um, yes, I know about the Great Depression. We? I know about the Great Depression. We might be having another Great Depression. If anybody wants me to talk about the Great Depression right now, I can. And I know in this country, the way we got out of a Great Depression, or the Great Depression, is we went to war. And then we had a whole bunch of companies making items for the government and there were a whole lot of um, and I think President Trump is trying to get this going a whole lot of projects to fix infrastructure infrastructure is what the is what the country needs to move around so roads airports train stations and that is a good way to pump money into the economy it's a good way to get people to work so, I don't know. And everybody says we can learn from history. So, if that happens, I hope a war doesn't have to happen to get our economy back. World economy, because everything is connected these days. Just like it was connected in the 30s. The Great Depression happened because of World War I. And it was because all the countries who won, the United States... France, yes, France, and England, United States, made Germany pay back some money. And it crushed Germany's economy, which ended up crushing everybody else's economy. Purple Coach, do I like the Giants? <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody hates the Yankees. Good. Um, I don't know which. No, I don't like the Giants. I was, I was going to say, which Giants do you mean? Baseball or... Football? Nah, I don't really like the Giants. I like the Red Sox and I like the Patriots. Oh, Abraham. Thank you. I look like a movie star. Nice. Which movie star? Danny DeVito? 
off, yeah. Um, my conversation with uh, Khalifi or the purple coach, it will be whatever he wants. I would rather not make it public. I would rather just he and I talk, you know, just, just the two of us, just so that, you know, he's not worried like, oh, are people going to be judging my English? I, my idea is we will just talk, two of us. If he wants just audio, if he doesn't want to look at my face, I understand. But if he wants the video, it's up to him. He's the winner, right? He's the winner. Depo, how are you? Welcome from Brazil, I believe, right? Brazil. Mm, Rolfi, I believe I made a video on this, on um, euphemisms. I made a euphemism video a while back, early. I dare not look at it because it's probably cringy. But what are some expressions native English speakers use when someone dies and people want to show to, oh, sympathy to the family after the death? Okay, I didn't make a video about this. I see what you're saying. It's not a euphemism. Um, man, you know, it's, that's a tough one. Sometimes we say, um, my thoughts are with you and your family. My thoughts We might say something like that. Um, if somebody is religious, they might say, my prayers. My prayers are with you and your family. My thoughts are with you and your family during this difficult time. All right. Mary's wondering. It's a good question. Good question. Okay. Great question. What's the difference between these? Napkins. Kleenex. And tissues, paper tissues. We often just say tissues, tissues. So Kleenex is a brand name of tissues. But depending on the person's age and maybe where they live, they will call tissues used for blowing your nose pretty much. They will call those Kleenex, Kleenex. So the same thing. If you have a cold or if you have allergies, you will use a tissue or you will use a Kleenex. Same thing. And then a napkin is more for wiping your mouth after you've eaten or while you eat. Napkin. Hope that makes sense. Oh, Khalifi, thank you. I'm, I've heard this from people. Like, I deserve more. I mean, I'm, I'm shocked, though. A thousand within three months. I looked up um, the average for a thousand is 22 months. Was it four months or three? Three months, I think. Yeah, three months. The podcast is four. So I feel like the channel is doing really well. So thank you for all your well wishes. Uh, I'm really happy. And I'm, I'm especially happy with the followers or the, the, the subs. Followers is for something else. Twitter maybe. Um, for the subscribers because – I mean, I would rather have a smaller group of really cool people rather than a large group of like spammers and just jerks. And everybody is so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. 
I'm very happy. So thank you, thank you so much for that, though. Um, yeah, we do. Manuel, he's wondering if we often use um, in a nutshell. Yeah, when we want to say something really quickly, we might wrap it up by saying, in a nutshell, it happened like this. So, so that just means that like there might be other parts, but they're maybe not important. So in a nutshell, this is what happened. Yeah, I use it. Uh, I use it quite a bit. Yeah, it's very common. Uh, Americans will know in a nutshell. Let's just wrap it up in a nutshell. Yeah, it's a good one. Luis. Uh, we, what's the goal for the next subscribers? I think at like 1500, we'll do another contest. You know, maybe at 2000, do some contests if they're popular, if they're popular. And if I have a lot of time, like I do, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I've been on vacation this past week. So I've just been able to work on this channel a lot more. And once I go back to school tomorrow, no, there's not that much. So if I have enough time, I'd like to do more contests. Aroni. Thanks so much. Jamie. Thanks so much. So I'm not sure about the other names, how well I'm doing, but Jamie, I know. I'm nailing that one. Oh, Ralphie is asking Jamie a question. And Jamie's job... I'm not sure how she'll answer it. So she is a teacher. So she teaches, but like me, she has a lot of time on her hands. And her friend had asked her if she wanted to do this job, take these calls. And she doesn't do 911. It's, it's a little bit different. So if there is an emergency, she will say, you need to call 911. It's mostly job related. Most of the people she speaks to work for Amazon or they work for Walmart. And she wasn't going to take this job because so many people are out of work. She wanted people who didn't have the money to be able to make the money. But a couple weeks goes by and her friend who boss says, I literally need someone like now, please. Nobody is taking this job. And if anybody would like me to talk more about why people weren't taking the job, I can. But it has to do with unemployment and a little bit more, a little bit more complicated. But I can't explain it. So Nicholas is saying, I will go out for a while, a moment, for example. And that is all for now. Oh, are you leaving? Maybe you're leaving and then you're coming back? I don't know if that's a statement or a question. Maybe you're just leaving. You're coming back. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back when you come back. Oh, no way. Vitaly. Yeah, so. Yes. Um, the gun that I have, the rifle... Um, Aroni knows. I think we knows it too. Is it a K98? I think it's a K98. Yeah, it, it came from the Battle of uh, Stalingrad, but it was a German gun. It was a German gun and fully intact. 
And my gosh. So World War II. In the United States, we learn, oh, the United States, though they did great things in World War II. And yes, they did. They absolutely did. But paying the price, woo, the Russians at the time, Soviets, right? The Soviets at the time. My gosh, what, 20 million citizens and soldiers, civilians and soldiers? And of course, Germany, you know, paid a, a, a horrible price too. Everybody paid a horrible price, right? World War II. I'm here. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, we is wondering what's an adverb. An adverb, the way I teach it, adverb is, is basically like an adjective. And adjectives describe nouns and pronouns. So colors, numbers, hot, cold. Those are adjectives. They describe nouns. Adverbs pretty much describe everything else. They describe verbs. So I walked quickly. Quickly is an adverb because it's describing how somebody walked. And that is a verb. So adverbs describe verbs most commonly, but they can describe adjectives and they can even describe other adverbs. What is a different way to use issue and problem? Well, issue has a couple different meanings, but <clears throat> they could be used the exact same way. Like, hey, I have an issue with the way you've been acting lately. Hey, I have a problem with the way you have been acting lately. Well, yeah, probably the same thing. Now, you issue can be a verb. Like you could issue somebody a ticket, give them a ticket. Kita, welcome. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a good one. I just read Russian and alcohol. So let's read it here. Uh, Nikita, hey, and if this is your first time here, welcome, subscribe. Check out the video after for your chance to win. Half hour conversation with me. If that sounds good, not cringy. All right, Nikita. Hello, Brent. I have a typical Russian question about alcohol. <laughs> um, is there a difference between moonshine and hooch? Um, why would you think that I would know anything about alcohol? I'm offended by that question. No, actually, there is nothing. Um, there's, they're the same. Hooch and moonshine. And for anyone who doesn't know what hooch is and what moonshine is, it is bootleg alcohol. And for anyone who doesn't know what bootleg is, it means you made it yourself. And the problem with that in the United States is that moonshine and hooch might have really high concentrations of alcohol, which can cause serious problems, including death. No, blindness. So hooch is another name for moonshine. Um, Jamie and I actually, oh, when I was in Denmark, um, my friend's brother was in the UN. And at that time in Yugoslavia, there were problems. And I got to try some Yugoslavian moonshine. It was called Solibovic, I believe. 
Salivovich. But yeah, Hooch, Moonshine. Uh, the Moonshine we have, though, is was produced by a company. It's just basically unrefined. It's not, it doesn't go through the entire process, but it's safe. It's rough, though. It's rough. Amir, on cross the target line. That's not a question for me, is it? On cross the target line. Hmm. We. Oui. What's the difference between epidemic and pandemic? For me to answer that just like really quickly, an epidemic doesn't as it doesn't affect as many people as a pandemic. Pan means worldwide. Epidemic might be just in one area. So when the COVID-19 first started, it was an epidemic because it was just affecting Wuhan. But eventually it grew and is affecting the entire world. It spread. So it's a pandemic. All right. Raphael is wondering. Oh, okay. Ah, that statement alone. Yeah, because from is a preposition. Um, I would say if that statement is by itself, where are you from? You know, especially if it's just simple dialogue, if you're writing it, or if it's a question, where are you from works? Where are you from works? And I wouldn't, if it's just on, on its own, I would use where are you from? But from where are you? Nah, nah. From whence, from whence you came. Maybe we could change it to that. Don't, don't ever say from whence you came. No, don't, I'm not even going to type that. Stick with where are you from? Let's not make it too complicated. Okay. Great question. Great question. Um, okay, Vitaly is talking about, yeah, the WHO, Zabeda. What does it mean in this sentence? What? I don't even know what that is. You are using, are those people talking? I don't know what that is, Zabeda. I'm sorry. It does look like it's, this is from a play and maybe a person, Po, is talking to Shifu. Can I use the waxy finger hold on them? Can I use the waxy finger hold on them? I try not to. That sounds like a, a move in martial arts or something. Some kind of fighting, wrestling, or grappling. But I've never heard of the waxy finger hold on them. It sounds painful. Somebody holding their finger, bending it backwards. I hope that helps. I hope that helps. All right. So I see most of the questions are here uh, for Jamie. So I think I'm going to just leave. No, I know. Jamie's more popular than I am. I know. I'm used to it. Yeah, Ralphie, I would say, yeah, where are you from? Sounds more natural. I would, I would use that. Let's not um, get too hung up on the preposition thing. Um, if you have a big test that you're studying for, you know someone's going to trick you on that. But it's not that big of a deal anymore in the U.S. ending with prepositions. <laughs> when You like using whence and whether. Whither. Whither you came. Whether you came. 
All right. Any more questions? Doesn't look like it. Did I just skip a bunch? And is that why I'm? Oh, you saw the scene in which I showed the gun. Yeah, I missed. I missed. I missed a bunch. I'm sorry. I'm going to head back. And Raza, welcome. Larissa. Um, Jamie might be able to answer this one better. Like when you're talking about a guy, handsome is yes. It's definitely very popular. Um, what else can you use for a guy? I mean, this is definitely slang. And I, I wouldn't use it, but you know, some people say a stud. That's hard to be used seriously, though. Um, if Jamie is still here, maybe she got a call. Um, what other? Handsome works really well. Handsome. I mean, stunning. We might call someone like Brad Pitt stunning. Good looking guy. Um, you know, attractive. Something like that. So I'm going back. It looks like I missed a ton. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, where I'm whispering to the camera. All right. Manuel. I see you all. Americans have a way to say something that's approximately like roughly about give or take. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, we do have quite a few roughly, about, give or take, approximately, ish. Here's another one that you can't use all the time. But if you say, when do you want to meet for lunch tomorrow? You can say noonish. Noonish means I'm free about that time. Maybe like 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after. Let's talk. Noonish. Yeah, those all mean about the same thing, though. Oh, Raza, do I know much? Raza's asking about the SAT. Um, my students, my students don't take the SAT. They're a little bit young, and my both of my own children are a little young, so I haven't had to worry about the SAT for a long time. But as far as I know, the SAT. Is, it's usually required to get into most schools. So they have an idea of how capable a student is. But because of COVID this year, I believe that's not a requirement, seeing that the SAT is not even given this year. So I don't know what will happen in the future. Will that test disappear? But it's very, very important to people entering college. I hope that helped. Oh, Mary. Mary asks a really good question. What's the difference? Uh, sorry. What's the definition of placebo? That's the way that's pronounced. Placebo. So this is often, let's say medical experiments. Let's say COVID, right? Because it's just in the news right now. And if doctors wanted to see if a treatment would work, they might give the actual treatment to a patient and then give a placebo to the other. And maybe that's a, maybe a bad example because the person could die, but a placebo is nothing. It's nothing. Oftentimes if, if two people are given pills, 
One person in the experiment is given a pill that's real. The other person is given the placebo. And it might be just a sugar pill. No medicine in it. And what scientists do is see if the treatment they gave is better than giving nothing at all. But there is something called the placebo effect where people get this fake pill and they feel like they're getting better. Their mind is telling them they're getting better. So therefore they get better. I hope that makes sense. Placebo is no medicine at all, but they think they're getting medicine in an experiment. Brent, could you talk a little bit about the policy of academic integrity? How strictly is it enforced in US schools? Do students cheat on tests and quizzes? I think, um, yeah, there is quite a bit of cheating. Um, at my level, seventh and eighth graders, 13 and 14 year olds, I think there is quite a bit of cheating and we try to prevent it. But a lot of the times, like a test we give requires more than just simple answers. It requires writing and it is easier to catch the writing when it's wrong or when it's copied from somebody. A lot of times if there is writing from a student and I think they didn't do it, I copy and paste it and then stick it in a Google search and then I will confront them. Like that is taken very seriously. Um, plagiarism, where you are stealing another person's thoughts or ideas without giving them credit, can get people kicked out of college. So it's important that my students realize you can't do that. Does it happen? It does. It does. But it is taken very seriously. The older you get, the more seriously it's taken. Yes, Roni. I am, this is, um, I'm not even going to say it. Aroni, I don't want, yeah. Our president. Our president, right? With the bleach. Ralphie, thank you very much. Says this channel's growing. Now, I try to look at the, um, you know, the analytics. I try to figure out, okay, so what do people like? What are they finding benefit from? And I just try to keep making those videos. And my whole thing about the videos is I try to keep it short. I won't go into every single detail, but I'll try to give you enough to help you in the future. But not bog you down, not make it so difficult that you can't get through the video. So a doable, doable, doable answer. Doable. It's able to be done. I like that. That's good. Doable. All right. <clears throat> Can I talk about rhetoric? Uh, I mean, there are full classes on, on rhetoric. So I don't know if I can talk about it in this in this uh, chat, but it's the it's the rhetoric is the way that somebody speaks or the the ideas they put forth, and if um, somebody is going into politics, it's likely they will take a class on on rhetoric, you know, meaning behind words. 
I hope that helps. I missed a lot. How did this happen? I'm sorry. I'm going back. Mary asks, what's the difference between skeptic and pessimistic? That's a tough one. Because there is a difference. But it's it's very minor. Um, so skeptic. That means you're unsure of something. Like you might be skeptical. That's the adjective. Skeptic is the noun describing the person. So they might be skeptical of... I'm trying to think of a different besides the coronavirus. Um, skeptical. It's when you have doubts. Okay. Someone who is skeptical, it means they have doubts. But a pessimist or someone who is pessimistic always believes that something bad will happen. I hope that makes sense. A skeptic has doubts. A pessimist thinks bad things are going to happen. They see the future and they see only the bad. Optimist or someone who is optimistic thinks good things will happen in the future. It's a good question. Oh, Raphael is saying, can I say yes? No, no, not my regrets. Uh, don't say that at a funeral. My regrets, it means you feel badly for something you did. Like if you killed the person who is dead, you might say, I regret killing your family member. But you would want to say regards. Okay, my regards. That's how we say it. Regards. A little different. My regards. I pay my regards. Simply my regards to you and your family. That will work. Not regrets. So, Abraham. I missed something because I guess Abraham is uh, is fighting with uh, Khalifion, who the more handsome actor is. Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. I gotta go. I gotta go Bradley Cooper. All right. I'm going Bradley Cooper. All right. Brad Pitt is a good looking man. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is aging. They're all aging very well. But I gotta go with uh, Bradley Cooper. Okay. Leave your, your comment. Who is uh, out of those, those three? Who is the more handsome Hollywood actor? I gotta go Bradley Cooper. And he knows, and he can speak French fluently. Can Brad Pitt do that? No, don't think so. Can Tom Cruise do that? Maybe. Seems like Tom Cruise can do anything, right? He does his own stunts. He flies out of planes with no parachutes and lands on his feet. How does he do that? Bradley Cooper. I look forward to your comments. Oh my gosh. I am, how, I thought I was doing so well. Like, look at this. I'm staying on top of the questions, and I'm not. I'm going way back. So I'm going to go down all the way, okay? I might have skipped some, but let me get kind of current with what's going on here. Oh. Hamoud asks, am I reading the questions in the chat box? Yes. Unfortunately, it is from a half hour ago, though. So I'm going to try to get more current. Luis is wondering what SAT stands for. Some people thought that it stood for Saturday afternoon torture because they were always given on 
Saturdays, but I think it stands for Student Aptitude Test. Aptitude means how well you do. All right, thank you, Arik. 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 That's bad. That's bad. Sorry. Uh, oh, Ralphie asked a good question. What's more important, accent or pronunciation? Man, that's a good, good question. I'm not sure what would give native speakers difficulty. I think if you're ever in doubt, slow down a little bit. Because what I've seen with some speakers of English trying, they try to sound two together with their language and they try to go too quickly. I think it's better to say it slowly and be understood than to rush it. And our brains can't figure out. So I'd say speed might be really important too. I know whenever I speak Italian, it's super slow. I got to think, I got to get better about that, but I would rather be slow and clear than Speak too quickly. All right. Whoa. Zabeda. Again, if I missed your question, I'm sorry. But I'll try to get more current here. Okay. Up to date. Up to speed. There are quite a few questions. I'm trying to go as quickly as possible. All right. When I say I'm not bookish, does that mean I'm not into reading? Yes, if you're if somebody is bookish, we might think of them with glasses, they study a lot, very smart. If you're not bookish, yes, probably maybe not just reading, but they're just not into learning stuff. If somebody is bookish, they're into learning stuff. Um fishy. If something is fishy, no. Okay, so, and she also asks, if something is fishy, you're actually skeptical of it. You're a little unsure of it. You take it with a grain of salt. We've talked about that in this chat before. So if something is fishy, you think something, somebody's not telling you everything. But a water baby, a water baby is someone who is, in the water all the time. They love it. Maybe they love to swim. Maybe they love to surf. A water baby loves being in the water. Am I a fan? Oh, I'm a fan of the orange man. I don't get into politics here. I don't I don't get into politics here. How about this? I don't hate Trump. <coughs> Excuse me. As much as some people, but I don't like him. As much as some other people. Ah, Hamoud. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm trying. He says my channel will be common within a few weeks. Thank you so much. Pavan. How are you? Welcome. You might be new. Welcome. Um, if anybody hasn't subscribed yet, Please subscribe. You you want to ring that bell too because you just kind of never know when I'm going to go live. Like if there's time later today, I might go live again. I don't know if I have time. But it's just so hard with 
my schedule, I have a lot of free time. I just don't know when I will have it. So sometimes there have been a couple times if I'm, hopefully I'm not talking too quickly. Um, there have been a couple times where I just like, let me get on. Let me just see who's, who's around. If you ring the bell and all of the notifications, you'll know when I go live and then you can just ignore or maybe hop on. Oh, we, sometimes I do go two hours. I won't go two hours today. I'm probably going to wrap it up uh, pretty soon. But uh, Mary agrees with me. Bradley Cooper, right? Good looking guy. Good looking guy. I mean, all of those guys that we're naming, I mean, they're, they're pretty good looking guys, but. All right, Jamie is answering. Raza is laughing. Let me go down to a couple. Oh yeah, Jamie has to mention she loves her some Bradley Cooper. You didn't have to answer that, Jamie. You didn't have to answer that. Like, share, and subscribe, Ralphie. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what's the difference? Mary asks, what's the difference between vocal and voice? And if I missed your question, feel free. Right at the bottom, I'll try to get a last uh, couple of questions. So, um, vocal, I was going to say it comes down to parts of speech, but that's not always true. Um, you could say somebody gave a good vocal performance, and that way it's an adjective. Or you could say somebody has a good voice, that's a noun, but both are dealing with the sounds that come out of somebody's mouth. So, but there are some differences on how you use them. Vocal is often an adjective, but not always. Um, uh, Amir, yeah, I. there are some people and nobody in here um, but there are some people on Hello Talk that don't know me, you know, that well. They'll just say, hey, how are you? I see you're an English teacher. I have questions. I always tell them about this live chat because I think that is very important. What Amir just said is that when I answer one person's question on here, there might have been 19 other people that can learn from that question. So I would rather answer it once here and then it might reach more people than just answering one question to one person. And if I did that, I would never go live because I would always be answering questions on Hello Talk. But of course, if any of you asked me, I would answer. But what's a wholesome person? That's usually a person that has good morals. You can trust them. Wholesome, maybe a touch of innocence, touch of innocence. Oh, we, uh, no, not necessarily healthy. Wholesome meaning they're, they have a good personality. They can be trusted. How about that? Wholesome. All right. 
Anything else? Uh, what's the – oh, volume. So we got voice, vocal, volume. Volume is um, – I don't know if this is a word, but loudness. I don't think it's a word. How loud something is, is volume. The volume could be really low. The volume could be really high. If it's really low, you might not be able to hear it. If it's really high, it might hurt your ears. I'm hoping my volume is perfect. One day, I might get better equipment. Maybe I'll get a better microphone. I'll get a better computer. But right now, it's all we have right now. Um, no, Ralphie, yeah, thank you. I think a, a lot of you, I might have um, told you about my channel and you have followed me here on Hello Talk. I think somebody asked and I got back to them, but if somebody was looking for, I'm almost sure that is my Hello Talk name. You can look me up by that, Brent028, Brent028. All right, so I think I'm going to wrap it up for now. Be on the lookout because um, be on the lookout because I will post that video soon, within hopefully 10 minutes. Comment on that video, and then you will be entered to win the 30-minute conversation. If you're into that, if you want a 30-minute tutoring session with me, if you're into that. But, oh, Nicholas, just as I'm leaving, he's back. Nicholas, welcome back. But I'm just about to go. Be on the lookout, though, if I have a chance. If you, if you didn't get your question answered today, sorry. I tried to answer them all. I might be back a little later. Jamie is working for another five hours. I have some things I need to do, but it might start raining. So I might have a little time here to just come back on, come back on for a little bit. Yeah, Jamie, thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy. To ever, all very cool people in here. All very cool people. Nobody's spamming. I know Aroni and Jamie are helping me with the chat, but to my knowledge, they haven't had to boot anybody yet. I did from the Facebook group. Feel free to join. I have had to boot two people from the Facebook group. One was spamming something about some business. I'm like, bye, sorry. And then the other one, there was another one that joined and then like I was in my bathrobe just kind of checking, you know, my family sitting around. And then someone started voice calling me. I'm like, what? See ya. Blocked. Blocked. But you guys are all awesome. Thank you for being so cool. Yeah, I think we should get out of here. Yeah, Khalifi, let's talk. Uh, message me on Facebook or whatever. We'll see when we can get together. Could be today. Could be today. All right. You guys are so nice. Thank you so much. And I'll see you a little later, maybe today, but definitely tomorrow, okay? Definitely tomorrow. I'll leave the chat open for a little while.